Welcome to Leonard Birdsong Radio on TalkZone.com. Your host, Leonard Birdsong, is a law professor, a former diplomat, and a former federal prosecutor who's here to inform and entertain you with a mix of humor, opinion, and information. Now, here's Leonard Birdsong. Yes, sir. It is Leonard Birdsong on the Leonard Birdsong radio show. So happy to be back with you. This is my second show. Thanks to Dave Olson, my engineer, that our inaugural show went very well. At any rate, I am here with a unique blend of humor, opinion, storytelling, and information. I've got the peanut gallery behind me here. You can hear them back there. And... um I hope you like listening to all you pretty girls out there. You can call me by my nickname, Leonardo. That's someone in the peanut gallery. You don't have to do the woof wolf. All right. We're going to do some things today. We're going to hear some dumb criminal law stories. And then you're going to hear a couple of my opinions. And then we're going to have a guest on who's going to tell us about franchising. He's a lawyer. I know him. I've worked with him. Um, and he is sort of the dean of franchise lawyers in Orlando in the southeast region of the United States. So maybe you'll learn something from it. But anyway, let's start with the dumb news. Last week, I read you some stories from overseas. I have a few stories from Florida that I want to give you today. Florida has a lot of dumb criminal stories. That's where I live, but it has some dumb criminals. All right, here's the first one from Florida. Now, you have to read and listen. I mean, listen to the headlines and then the story. Here's the headline for the first one. There's always room for one more. Florida sheriff's deputies loading prisoners into a transport van didn't have to work very hard to find one more customer after a woman high on drugs sideswiped the police van. Emily Spice, 30, allegedly added injury to insult when she ran over the foot of one of the deputies as she was being arrested on assault and battery charges. (laughs) All right. Another one from Florida. Headline. His luck ran out on him too soon. A man stole $10,000 worth of scratch-off lottery tickets in Ocala, Florida and tried to cash in one of the winners in Leesburg, a town 30 miles away from Ocala. The trip came up void, or the ticket rather, came up void or stolen at the Leesburg store, where the quick-witted clerk had snapped a photo of the man which helped police make his arrest. All right. These are crazy stories. This one I particularly like. The headline said, it's a crime of Jurassic proportions. A man wearing a dinosaur costume was arrested after he whipped out a fake rifle and tried to start a flash mob at a public park in the town of Cocoa, Florida. Police report that the 19-year-old scared park goers who thought he was waving a real rifle. Yes, he was arrested for disturbing the peace. Yeah, it is something to laugh at. Okay, okay, we get the idea. Let's go on. I got some more Florida stories here. This one, one I'd never heard of before. It's called, the headline rather read, Caught Orange-Handed. Caught Orange-Handed. 
a Florida inmate was arrested for eating a drawing made with orange crayon. And the crayon was soaked in liquid speed. Authorities report that Robert Ains, 27, was munching the kitty art which featured a smiley-faced son when a guard spotted his tasteless snack. It appears that Ains had several speed-drenched pieces of art which had been sent to him in the Broward County Jail. Now, that's down in the Fort Lauderdale area. What do you think of that story? All right. Okay. Yeah, it's bad. All right. Another story from Florida. A Florida man faced a child abuse charge after he beat an eight-year-old boy and threatened to feed him to the alligators. The child told police authorities that Derek Dunn, 28, took him to a pond behind their Palm Coast home and made the threat. Of course, Dunn told sheriff's deputies he was only joking. I was only fooling and denied hitting the boy. We learn further that Dunn was able to post a $7,500 bond in order to be released from custody pending trial. <laughs> Feed them to the alligators. Well, in, Al- in, in Florida, you know, people do get bitten and sometimes eaten by alligators. It's not a funny thing. couple more stories. This one is from Kentucky. It's best to stay awake on the job, dummy, said the headline. A man who broke into a number of cars in the town of Harrodsburg was arrested sleeping in one of those vehicles while still wearing a mask and black gloves on his hands. Police report that Matthew Stewart, 35, of Louisville, faces theft, criminal mischief, and criminal trespassing charges. All right, the final one for this section. This one comes out of Maryland. The headline read, Prison for Bum Doctor. A man accused of injecting misbranded silicone into people's rear ends in a hotel room uh, was recently sentenced to 14 years in federal prison after one of his clients died. The prosecution's allocution at sentencing revealed that Vinnie Taylor of Wilmington, North Carolina, pleaded guilty to receiving and selling misbranded silicone for buttocks injections that led to a woman's death in 2014. Taylor, who is not a medical doctor, told clients that the procedure was safe and involved a medical-grade silicon. It wasn't true. Yeah, that's an awful story. Booing is inappropriate. It's an awful story. All right. Well, all right. That's enough from the peanut gallery. So those are some of the dumb criminal stories I had for you today. There's no fake news. All of these are true stories that I collect from the news and the wire services, and I bring them to you. And I also put them on my blog. If you ever want to go to www.birdsongslaw.com, you can find some of these stories. But um, now let's sort of pivot. You've all heard of karma. Karma is a ancient theory that if you do something bad, it might come back to you. We here in the United States say what goes around comes around. Some people say karma is a bitch. Well, again, I just want to tell you about a story, and it's you've all heard of just before the inauguration of Donald Trump, about five days before, John Lewis, who is a congressman and who is a civil rights activist uh, during the civil rights era, 
said to a television interviewer that he didn't think Donald Trump was a legitimately elected president of the United States because Russia helped him out. He said he was not going to come to the inauguration. Well, Trump heard that, and he started tweeting that John Lewis is nothing but talk, 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 that his uh, his area, his district is in bad shape, which is not true. He represents one of the richest districts in Atlanta, Georgia. But at any rate, when I talk about karma, wasn't it Donald Trump who for almost five years said that the president of the United States, Obama, that Barack Obama was born in Kenya and he wasn't a legitimate president? What goes around comes around, Mr. President. So there. Okay, I got that off my chest. And let's pivot to the other thing that I wanted to talk about today. You know, we have a lot of guns in the United States. Some people say too many. Some people say too many people are committing crimes because of all the guns. Well, I'm not an anti-gun person. As a matter of fact, I used to be a federal prosecutor. I know a lot about guns. I've represented people who had guns. I've prosecuted people who shouldn't have guns. And uh, I came across some news that bothered me lately. It has to do with gun silencers. We've all seen silencers in the movies, if not in real life. You might know that the federal government has strictly limited the sale of firearms silencers in the United States. However, now the gun industry, which for decades has complained about restrictions, is pursuing new legislation to make silencers easier to buy. And a key backer is Donald Trump Jr., who's an avid hunter. He's also the oldest son of the president of the United States. The same legislation that's being renewed died in Congress last year. But I hear that Republicans in charge of the House and Senate are moving toward pushing this gun rights silencer thing again. They hope to position, I'm sorry, they hope to position the bill in a different way, not as a Second Amendment matter, but as a health and welfare matter. The bill would be a public health effort to safeguard the eardrums of 55 million gun owners in the United States. The name of the bill, of the proposed bill, is the Hearing Protective Act, the Hearing Protection Act of the United States. It would end treating silencers and as the same category as machine guns and grenades, thus eliminating a $200 tax and a nine-month approval process. Now, you can have a machine gun at home. You might even be able to have hand grenades. I don't know why you might want them, but you're going to have to pay a tax for that. You also have to pay a tax for silencers. This bill would do away with that. I think this is the craziest thing I've ever heard. We do not need silencers on guns. The gun people say it's about safety for the, uh, the, the hunters that use guns. But, you know, I think silencers will end up in the hands of lots of criminals and terrorists. It's just awful the things that people come up with. 
even with the restrictions, silencers have already become one of the fastest growing segments of the gun industry. Now, I just learned this a few days ago by doing some research on this matter after I read the first story about it. Um, easing restrictions say that it would have a profound public health impact. That's what the NRA people say. I say that's absolutely crazy. How did silencers come about? Well, I did a little more research. I've never had a gun with a silencer on it. But silencers were first invented in 1908 here in the United States by a man by the name of Hiram Maxim. He was a scientist. He was an engineer. He had gone to the Massachusetts Engineer of Technology, and uh, he made silencers, and he thought that maybe guns were too loud, so he made a thing called a silencer to keep the uh, guns from being so loud. However, fairly immediately after that, in 1909, states like Maine started to ban silencers. They did the same thing in Pittsburgh, and until at by 1930, 1934, it is at least 13 states enacted silencer laws, and uh, most of them bearing or barring using silencers for hunting. Now, Mr. Maxim, because of these bans on his silencers decided he'd make a new product. He got out of the gun silencer business, and what did he start making? Automobile mufflers using the same technology that he had come up with to keep guns quiet. Now, I think it's silly that we have silencers with the kinds of things that are going on in the world. I saw another little story not too long ago about a guy by the name of Ari Fleischer. He was the president. President Bush's, George W. Bush's press secretary, and Ari Fleischer was walking through the Fort Lauderdale airport on January 6th. Some of you may remember, this was the day that multiple gunshots rang out in the Fort Lauderdale airport. He realized it was gunfire coming from the level below the escalator. He dived for cover. There are a number of gunshots. Several people were killed and several wounded by an American citizen from Alaska who had been in the military but got out and had brought his gun with him. So Ari Fleischer, a Republican, says that we probably don't need silencers on guns, and I certainly go along with that. I don't know how many of you feel that there should be silencers, but... Gun control advocates like me contend that serious crimes are being committed with silencers. There was a former police officer, his name was Christopher Dorner. He used silencers on an AR-15 and a 9mm handgun during a two-day rampage in Los Angeles in 2013. There was a big manhunt for him. They finally caught him and put him down. Also, a serial killer in Vermont used a silencer in killing at least one of his 11 victims. And finally, the planner of a disrupted mass shooting targeting, targeting a Masonic temple in Milwaukee last year was charged with possessing a silencer, illegally possessing it. Now, again, these stories don't give me, don't give me what? 
They don't give me confidence that silencers are a thing we should be pressing for guns in the United States. I just think that it's going to be very bad. All right. Why don't we take a little break here, and we will come back, and we will talk a little bit more. I've got some news tidbits coming in. The uh, fax machine has been running, and they've been sending me some faxes with news tidbits. So let me talk to you after this break.